a lot of love and guesswork. Thankfully, we don't have to do it alone. And I've realized that in very tough situations where it's just like, okay, what am I supposed to get out of this yeah. really hard trying time right now? Like, what can I possibly get out of this, you know? <laughs> but eventually, when you come out of that moment, you realize the gold that you got out of that. We're three hermanas who are moms, wives, and share how we do life, family, and faith. And I sat there in the moment as I'm like praying in my head, like, how can I build my daughter up? You know, we talked about that last week. Yeah. How can I build her up? Because she's tearing herself down yeah. and big time. Yeah. And I don't want her to have that concept of herself. Like, that's not who she is. That's not how I see her. And I know darn well that's not how God views her, you know? So I'm sitting there thinking, I said, you know what, Mia? I said, you've showed me over and over again that you can make good choices. Join our familia as we learn together, laugh, and have sometimes loud and crazy conversations. What do I have that I have to be grateful for and thankful for? Oh, right? What, say, what do I have that they don't have? <laughs> <laughs> what do I have that that person doesn't have? Let me make a list of all the things I have that they don't have. <laughs> and then let me troll them on in the internet. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm oh, sorry. no, I would be such a bitter person. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I would just be miserable. <laughs> Welcome to A Little Mass. Hola, hola, familia. Episode 24. <laughs> we have made it to another week. Yay. Yay. Isn't it wonderful? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So we have two very special, special, sweet guests today. <laughs> um, unfortunately, Evelyn isn't with us. Um, so, you know, we told you guys she'll be in and out of a couple of mm -hmm. episodes. Um, we love you, sister. We miss you. But so we have two of our sisters with us. Yay! <laughs> um, the last two of the puzzle, right? Yeah. I think you guys have now met everybody, Familia. That's right. You met Robert. Um, and now we have our sweet sister, Daisy. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> and our sweet sister, Naomi. Hello. <laughs> so uh, in order of... I guess sequence it is Evelyn, Celeste, myself, Robert, <laughs> Naomi comes next, and then Daisy. Mm -hmm. Don't call her Naomi. You know what I mean? Did I make <laughs> the distinction is, good there? That is her name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I, know, I, mean, <laughs> I meant her name is Naomi. Don't call her Naomi. Naomi. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> See, it's because I say it the right way. So I'm just used I like to it. Yeah, I'm just used to it. But it's funny because. No, I think we call you Nio, huh? Yeah. It was like the short. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I call her all types of different um, things. but Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I do too, so it depends. Yeah. Okay. So we're really happy and excited to have Yay. them here. And they're, they're going to give us their, you know, young, youthful perspective <laughs> on things. So young. <laughs> we're like just so hip and like into like all the millennial things. It's great. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. Me and Sally, you know, we're the old hens. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> You're right. Just Sally. <laughs> yourself. Just play Sally. You would. I'm just blame. We have been seeing a lot of interesting stuff going down. Yeah. Um, but most recently, uh, and this is kind of something that carries on, right, is the national anthem. Yes. There's so much controversy surrounding the national anthem, but what we're gonna cover today is are the fail, failed attempts and successes <laughs> <Are> the <fail? laughs> of the national anthem being sung at big events. Most notably, and most recently, 
is our dear Miss Fergie. Mm-hmm. And bless her soul. <laughs> bless her soul. Yeah. Her attempt oh at a jazzy... Um, Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe, yes. Just, sensual uh, rendition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of um, the national anthem. So, Familia, um, myself, Naomi, and Daisy had already seen it prior to this. Mm-hmm. But when we mentioned to Celeste, hey, we, we're going to... Um, you know, discuss the national anthem and stuff. Uh, she had not watched it. I had asked you, right? No, and yeah. you were like, what are you talking no, about? No, I had not watched it. And it's funny because my husband spent pretty much the whole weekend watching the NBA um, All-Star Games yeah. and, you know, even like the slam dunk contest and all that stuff. But we missed it because we were busy and we ended up doing something else like mm-hmm. a family activity with our little one. And so we missed that part. And he just kind of caught highlights after that yeah. point. So I never did watch the anthem. But I remember that she was going to be performing the anthem. Uh-huh. So I just, I missed it. And when you said it, I was like, oh, and I thought, oh, she must have been great. <laughs> and then you guys showed me the clip and oh my God. Yeah, okay, so she just watched the oh clip my prior to us recording. And Celeste had a lot of commentary. She's like, what? What's she doing? What is going on? Seriously. I just, like, look, I'm one that, like, I get, okay, if you want to do one run here, I'm not one for a lot of runs either. I uh-huh. feel like that's doing too much. Yeah. And it's just over the top. It's not necessary. Sometimes it's okay to strip and it down I, a little. I, oh, my. That, I see. No, I can't. I can't. <laughs> I just, like, screeching on a child. <laughs> yeah. It's like the hour-long run. Scratching. <laughs> I just can't. I just can't. And so for her, I just felt like, why would you change it up so much? Yeah. And then she sucked at it, which was even yeah. worse. I, I think that was a thing. I And Jimmy Kimmel said it best. So in the clip, <laughs> you see Jimmy Kimmel, yeah. you know, yeah. smirking. <laughs> I think it took a lot from all of these b-ball players to, like, yes. keep a straight face. Yeah, out of respect their composure. To her. That's true. You know, like, she is very talented. Yeah, she is. And um, she can sing. Yeah, she can yeah. sing. And so I was just surprised because we were talking right now, you and Mm -hmm. I, like I had read articles afterwards that, oh, you know, she was on key, but she tried to change it. I was like, that wasn't the problem. I don't remember her being on key. She definitely wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) It was like, she wasn't on, Home Trouble was not on key. And she tried too much with the song. Yes, she did. It was just so sad. It honestly, I was so sad after it was over. Like, I can't even believe it. (laughs) It just made me so sad. (laughs) And what was more sad is as I'm watching it, Uh you guys were like, look at her. She was so hyped. (laughs) So excited. Oh my gosh, she really was. That's the part that breaks my heart. Like, she she looks at herself after one of like, she did so well. I think the part of the the home of the brave part, and she just looks like, she's like, (laughs) I nailed it. They're going wild with this. They're going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, that's why I just felt so bad because I'm like, oh, oh, poor boo. Yes. Yeah. When oh. you watch this bag, you're going to be real bummed out. Like, <laughs> has she done, have you guys seen if she's done like any interviews? She did a that? statement. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. What'd she say? It took a couple days and she released a statement pretty much saying like, because people were really mean. Like people <laughs> oh, were terrible. Man. They were like, this is the anthem that America deserves, oh, right? Because of all that we're going oh, through yeah. right now. Like oh, that's God. terrible. That's so like, pretty mean. much, yeah. <laughs> Like, we don't deserve any better. Just really bad things. Some of them somewhat funny, but some of them obviously really mean-spirited and really mean. Um, Well, she released out a statement saying she didn't, like, intend any harm. Um, You know, she just, as an artist, wanted to take creative liberties with um, changing up the song. And she did it to the best of her ability was pretty much it. And that she was sorry that anyone else took it any other way. Um, Her ex-husband, Josh Demel, was on... um, Alan, uh-huh. uh, and he pretty oh, that's much, right. he was on yeah, that. Alan had asked him, you know, how's she holding up? You know, cause I don't think she's really been 
Fergie hasn't been really active afterwards. Yeah. Which, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. I would have wanted to hide oh, like yeah, under a rock. Too. It was bad. But he pretty much said uh, that she's very resilient and, um, you know, she's a tough cookie. And he's like, I'm she'll, she's going to bounce back. It's fine. She's super talented. He's yeah. like, it just, you know, wasn't a good day for her. And that's OK. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I've told you guys this. I cringe watching it. Like we had to watch it for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the whole time, I'm just like, Ugh. like I have to watch this again. Like it's just so bad. Uh, I just feel so bad for her because it's just like she's just. And then that's the thing. I think some people were confused. Is this a joke or not? Well, it just... kind of came across as a, I, I can see that because uh-huh. I can see watching it. You're like, this can't be serious. I can't. This like, can't she's be real life. Stop. You yeah. know. But no, she was giving it her all. <laughs> There's a part. Naomi, you were saying that that was your favorite part. What part is it? <laughs> she goes over the ring. no but there's also another part remember where she does like the like the little that type of voice like the jazzy voice oh the banner yet wave oh yeah banner Banner yet (laughs) 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 it was just like oh man no okay so um there have been fergie is not alone no she's not anthem fails right um one of the top ones that made our list was R. Kelly. <laughs> and we're going to have all these on the, all these on um, our website page on the link mm-hmm. for this episode. Uh, but R. Kelly's rendition was just <laughs> doing too much. He tried to do like an R&B ignition mm-hmm. remix. Oh my God. <laughs> it was just, it was not, it wasn't, it wasn't happening. And that's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> Stick to the way the song is. Yeah. You know, you can sing it. You can throw a run here. Get creative in that way. But don't change it up so much <laughs> that you think it's your own song. Yeah. And you're still not going to do it very well. Well, it's because the anthem, this isn't like American Idol where it's like, I wanted to see you in yeah, the song. Yeah, it's not. Right? Like, I, I wanted to see what type of artist you're going to be. Mm-hmm. Like, no, we don't want to see what type of artist you're going to be. <laughs> Just, Just sing, sing the, the song. song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Um, another one that made our list, uh, well, not so much because she was off key or anything. Sally probably made it on the list because way too many runs but yes. for everybody it was because she forgot the lyrics yes and yeah. it was it was obvious because we all know the song yes yeah, so when you whether you like it or not you're singing it in your mind yes as they're you're listening to it so we're talking about christina aguilera yes. christina aguilera made it because she forgot the lyrics i think who was it also that forgot the lyrics a while ago it was um Oh, Michael Bolton. Oh, Michael yeah. Bolton also forgot the lyrics. And he got booed because he had them on his yeah, hand. I know. <laughs> but he still got oh wow. Yeah. He forgot. got booed and he had them on his hand and he forgot. I can kind of <laughs> see though, when you're in front of people, yes. like a huge shady yeah. people. I, it's happened to me where I've sang before and I've forgotten words to whatever song I'm yeah. singing. Mm. It's not fun. I think you have said something interesting about Christina's rendition though, was she was just doing too much in mm-hmm. the moment that I think she lost herself in the yeah. song. Not not so much like, oh, she was so into the song she lost up, but she lost her place. Yes. And by yes. then, she just sang nonsense. Yes, because I think she was just so focused on hitting the runs uh-huh. and making sure that she hit whatever, you know, musical arrangement she wanted to get to. Yeah. And I think that, like, made her lose sight of the actual lyrics. Because uh-huh. at the end of the day, the song's not that hard. Most of us know it. Yeah. But I think it was that that just kind of, it just messed her up. I know. It was too much. It was. It was like a run after every yes. single word. Yeah. Um, and so uh, we don't have this one on the list, but I know Naomi, you mentioned it was Roseanne Barr. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. She's like goes down in history. Ugh. But I think for Roseanne, it wasn't even something, it was her, it wasn't her idea. No, no. They told her to go on yeah, and do it. And so and she she's does not it. a singer. She's not a singer. So it's like, why would you ask? Yeah. Joke, you know? <laughs> yeah. And so I think 
she was trying to, you know, do it the best that she could. And then because she's a comedian, it was like, look, I'm just going to wing it. Yeah. And it just wasn't good. Yeah, and people were like, I watched the documentary because now she's coming out with her uh, Roseanne show again. Uh-huh. And um, like they're remaking it. And so I they kind of prefaced to that. They asked her about that. And she's like, you know what? Honestly, I actually was trying my hardest. Oh, I know. Like I really did try. She's like, so to hear people say like I suck and I made a mockery. Yeah. She's like, it hurt. Yeah. She's like, I'm a comedian, so I sucked it up. She's like, but I really tried. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm just not a singer. And I was like, dang. <laughs> Should have never asked her. So I think at the end of the day, all of these fails, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, we call them fails only because they didn't hit the mark. Right. But all these artists most likely tried I'm their sure very that. best. Yes. Wanted mm-hmm. to do their best. I mean, no one wants to be remembered as, oh, your anthem rendition yeah. sucked. Oh, no. You know, like I'm sure Christina wanted to be up there with our our number one success who was Whitney Houston yes. you know wants to go up there to as they were like that was the best yeah was so good you know it can't get any better than that one. no mm-hmm. it can't really okay so our successes Whitney Houston mm-hmm. oh my gosh I watch it and it gives me chills yes oh she sounds like a what I imagine a Disney princess yeah. would sound like in real life <laughs> like she does the 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 like the arrangement of the song was yeah. beautiful mm-hmm. It's just larger than because she has like all these different instruments for the track mm-hmm. itself. Her voice is just, oh, my gosh. Yes. Just out there. Beautiful. Yes. And all, this one was her wonderful. performance. You're referencing was like back in the 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah. The Super yeah. Bowl one. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, so good. good. Yes. She's amazing. You know, though, just throw a little wrench in here. Uh-huh. Um, because remember when Beyonce got... Uh, kind of, I don't know. She was put through the ringer after uh, Obama's um, inauguration of the national anthem because supposedly she had uh, lip synced it, mm-hmm. right? Um, they say that Whitney had lip synced hers as well. No. What? No. Don't say that. Yeah. I'm sorry. No. That's <laughs> not- <laughs> I, I can't. She must have. No. She would have had to like practice that meticulously to get every. But if you watch Beyonce's, I mean, you can kind of at points see that she's lip syncing, but not really. Hmm. And I mean, in a technical sense, you can kind of understand why they would do it, because it's such a big thing. It's such a big thing, and it's it's really hard to moderate, like Mm -hmm, you mm -hmm. know, your your voice in such a big stadium. I mean, I know they probably have in ear monitors and Mm -hmm. everything like that, but. Uh, uh, look, guys. Y'all know. look, y'all like staring at me. I refuse to believe that film. Something I read. I don't know. I can't. That's a lie. Somebody was hating. <laughs> <laughs> Another one that was on the successes days. You brought this one up. Yes. Jennifer Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. Why did you that like her one, That audition? one gave me chills. I don't know. Really? It's just after watching Fergie's, I was like, uh-huh. oh, let me go look up all the like fails. <laughs> I think everybody yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah. Look up Definitely. the fails or like the successes, uh-huh. and then I saw hers. I was like, man, like. What was hers for? Was it for a Super Bowl I or was it like remember. a baseball game? I don't remember. Okay. But yeah, I just watched it. I was like, chills all up and down. Just chills. Jennifer Hudson has a great she voice, does. though. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. Whenever, she does. She, whenever like, um, they'll make her do some type of tribute to somebody, she always nails it. Mm-hmm. You know, she does Whitney songs like she really, does. really well. Yeah. She does. She's got a great voice. So I can see why hers would be really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the ones that I put on the list is also fairly new. Um, was Pink's, mm-hmm. right? 
Pink's the anthem that we did deserve. I'm just kidding. No. <laughs> but um, Pink's was really, really Pink good. She really had the good, flu. Yeah. She was super sick for the Super Bowl. Uh, and she did so great. Yeah. Just a beautiful voice, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she does. She for sure has a beautiful yeah. voice. She kept it clean. She kept it simple. Wasn't trying too much. It was really, really good. Top notch. Yes. Um, and then uh, our younger ones. Mm-hmm. And I think, Sally, you said this yeah. one too. Demi Lovato. Yeah, I told you I was young. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> <laughs> Why Demi? Why do you guys think Demi was good? I think because she kept it simple. She had like a run here or there, mm-hmm. but it was mostly just, it was, she stuck to the melody. She did what she needed to do. It was a strong performance. Her vocals were on point. Yeah. And I think she did the song justice. Was she a cappella? She didn't have instrumentation. She, you know what? It? No, the day, the one that I saw, she did have, she did have instrumentation. It wasn't okay. just a cappella, but I don't know. Now that I think about she's it, she's done a couple. She might have she's done, done it before, few. yeah. Without yeah. and she's every time I've seen her do a national anthem, she's been really good. Okay, she's been consistent. Yeah, and she, I, I like that she doesn't go over the top because she could do mm. runs all day. She, she could, yeah. but I'm so thankful that she doesn't do it like our little Christina Aguilera after every single word. <laughs> yeah. I, just, I cringe every time. I just can't. And it doesn't end. It's like the never ending run. Yeah. Like, I, I, just I think that's where it gets cringeworthy. It's yes. just like, at first you're like into it and then it's going, you know, it hits that threshold where it's just gone too long. Yes. You're mm. like, oh girl, you got to cut it yeah. now. <laughs> like, before yeah. this gets real awkward, yep. you know? Uh, so, Familia, let us know your uh, the ones that you consider fails or successes, or if you agree with our list of fails and successes for renditions of the national anthem. You know, mm-hmm. we can't all do a great job, <laughs> <laughs> but everybody tries their best. Yeah. Our main segment for did I say that right? Our main segment. Uh, yes. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I thought, I said, I thought, I thought I everything s- you say is wrong. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I said segue. Our, oh, did she? No, I definitely not. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember hearing that. Our main segment for this week um, is entitled "It's Always Been Cool," right? And so, what we mean by that is there were things that we grew up in a Hispanic household mm-hmm. that, um, you know, whether it was. Uh, Wearing huaraches yeah. or <laughs> just laugh, or um, eating nopales, which is you know eating um, cactus. I don't know if it's like a, another name of a cactus, but um, you know the edible cactus. Yeah. Um, uh, have always been norms in our household and in a lot of Hispanic people's households. Um, but now we're seeing different things just kind of pop up and now they're trendy. Mm-hmm. And so it was, as we were kind of talking about this, even with our younger sisters, it was even thinking back of like, man, back in the day, I did not think this was cool. Yeah. You know? You just thought like, oh, it this is, is the way I it get. is. It is yeah, what it is. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why we tell it it's always been cool because even though in the moment we might not have acknowledge and realize just how great this is Mm -hmm. it really always was yes yeah no i think you're absolutely right mains because for me um there were things that i really liked Mm -hmm. you know like you you just talked about wearing huaraches or eating nopales or whatever things that i enjoyed Mm -hmm. you know but at the time when i was going to school and i was in elementary or middle school it didn't necessarily seem cool Mm -hmm. because a lot of the kids that I was hanging out with weren't necessarily Mexican. Yeah. And so I then found myself having to explain it. So I felt kind of weird and awkward because it's like, oh, you don't know what this is? Yeah. Dang. I must be weird. It <laughs> kind of reminds me of that story in um, one of our earlier yes. episodes. Yeah, That's remember? Awesome. The little tamarindo. Yes. yes. The Evie shared it. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Evie was sharing from me. If you, if you don't remember the story uh, or you haven't listened to it yet, but Evie, um, you know, we would go over to... Um, 
Tijuana a lot with our mm-hmm. parents or TJ. And um, uh, they would bring us back. You know, they would let us buy candy. So that's what, that was a big treat for us. Mm-hmm. And so Evelyn would bring back her candy. And she had this little jar that had tamarindo in it, which was tamarind, you know, mm-hmm. candy. And she had it on the bus. And she said that. She was so proud. She, she was said. so proud of she her little like, candy she was jar. So proud of it. Yeah. Um, and it looks like a little clay jar is what yes. it looks like. They're beautiful. They're so beautiful. Yeah. Anyway, that's another thing. (laughs) So then um, she said that she gets on the bus and someone tells her, they're like, what's that? You know? And she's like, it's my tamarindo jar. You know? Uh She's like, I don't know what to tell you. They're like, what is that? Where'd you get it? And she was like, Tijuana? And they're like, where? Tijuana? You mean TJ? (laughs) (laughs) And so Evelyn said ever since then, she was so embarrassed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like she pretty much like, and she was like, now I realize, you know, I I just felt so ashamed. Like I was just like, like I was different. Yeah. And so she said ever since then, she's like, just, I never, Mm -hmm. I never brought any of the stuff ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Have you guys ever had any moments like that that you can think of? Yeah. Really? Like what? Well, like, you know, there's like chipotle to eat at uh-huh. and i remember one time in high school like i didn't think a thing i was like okay like i'm gonna embrace who i am you know like why why am i ashamed uh-huh. so i was like oh yeah you know like i like chipotle and i was like and some kid he was like what oh. he's like why do you say it like that it's like, <laughs> like you say it wrong yeah, he's like it's chipotle and oh, i was like Lordy. you are disgusting <laughs> stop yeah, please for the love of god stop <laughs> No, yeah. I, I know. I, that happens to me a lot. I had to make the conscious decision one day that I was just going to pronounce them the way that I always did mm-hmm. at home, mm-hmm. which was in Spanish mm-hmm. correctly, you know, because it's one thing when like, you and know, own it. Yeah. yeah and own it. That was a it, thing. Yeah. Like if you can't say and that's why people say Chipotle. I'm not yeah, going to be like, are it. you kidding me? It's Chipotle. OK. It, yeah. And my grandma even says it a little bit cooler. Huh? She's like Chipotle. Or something yeah. Like that. Yeah. yeah. And um, uh, but. For me, like, I know how to say it right. And at home, I do. I'll be like, oh, vamos a ir a Chipotle or whatever, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm like, before, you know, I used to say it incorrectly or uh, whatever. The way that was common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because it was embarrassing. Well, like, I would I would say it. I'd be like, you know, Tijuana. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God. you wouldn't. And you said, oh, my God. Or like, okay, okay, fine, guys. <laughs> I cannot believe it. <laughs> Wait, don't judge me. Girl. Wait. <laughs> I am disgusted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> this is the problem with doing a podcast with your sisters, guys. <laughs> Full judgment here. Wait. Okay. All right, all right, Maybe. Ahead, I don't know if I ever. <laughs> I'm trying to backtrack here. Yeah. For sure, the ones I'll say is like, you know, or, you know, you'll have like, oh, San Jacinto. Oh, yeah. Okay. Or Costa Mesa. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah, yeah you yeah. know, um, out here in Southern California. Los Angeles. Los Angeles. Yeah. yeah. And so <laughs> for sure, I do just say L.A. Uh-huh. You know, I don't I don't think I ever really say Los Angeles. Anyway. Oh, now you don't. Huh? But like, gonna, but I, I will say like sometimes I'll be like, oh, yeah, I used to live in Costa Mesa. I will uh-huh. say like that. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, you know, we had to drive to San Jacinto or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I just I do. I just own it. And I'm like, I'm not going to yeah. feel embarrassed because it is the way I would say it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for me, it feels weird saying it the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But I do it so that I won't seem other than like poor Evie felt yeah. with her little jar yeah. of tamarind candy, you know, yeah. tamarindo. So I, I understand that, you know, it is, it is weird. But as you were telling that story, Sally, it reminded me of Evie's story. Yeah. As she was like, oh, I never took it back again. <laughs> <I know. laughs> it's no, so it's true. It's yeah. true. Yeah. And so um, one of the things that were big staples, well, they weren't like staples, but we ate a lot of this was nopales, mm-hmm. you know, cactus. Grandma would either... They do it in different ways, right? Oh, yeah. They would, we would, oh, grilled, so good. Grilled are so good. Yeah. Um, we would grill them. We would, 
like boil them. Uh huh. So you can saute them, uh-huh. right? Um, with different ingredients, different spices. So a lot of what we use in Mexican cuisine, of course, is like oregano, um, cumin, mm-hmm. cilantro, cumin. right? And so we, Margarine, you know, yeah. So you cook it in that way, or you can make it kind of as a salad. You'd still kind of do the same thing, mm-hmm. season it the same way, but it's a cold salad. So now it's, it's cold, like. Yeah. Um, queso cotija, uh-huh. right? Which is that dry... With like a pico de gallo. Yeah. yeah, yeah, mixed into it. And cilantro so good on a tostada uh-huh. or something. Lots of different ways to yes. make it. And so we would eat that, and we grew up with it. Do you guys like nopales? Do you I do. I do, too. Yeah? Mm-hmm. yeah? My grandma swears that I don't, but I do. <laughs> <laughs> See, and for me, it's been an acquired taste. Yeah, you didn't because like Because I don't really like acidic things or mm-hmm. things that maybe are... Um, have like that tartiness to them. Yeah. And for me, for some reason, nopales always had like this little tart flavor to them. Oh, okay. Um, so like for me, like lemon too. I loved lemon growing up, but like I don't like so much of it in like in my stews, mm-hmm. in my, you know, pozoles or whatever. My husband on the other hand, oh my gosh, it'll be nothing but lemon. It's like a lemon oh, juice. Wow. And I'm <laughs> like, what is this? Too. I just feel like it takes away the natural yeah. flavors of all the ingredients. Uh-huh. So um, nopales have been that kind of for me. But okay. if I pair them, because I know sometimes we'll even saute them and have a little bit of egg in there yeah. and some chile sauce. It's all runny. It's so good. But it has to be with something else. I can't just have them by themselves, uh-huh. unfortunately. But my kid and my husband... Love them Love any them. way they can get them. Yeah. Yeah. So they're really good. But now all of a sudden we see them kind of popping up. Yes. And, um, you know, like vegan dishes yes. and like very upscale type restaurants. Mm-hmm. And this was not like an upscale food. No. Like this, this was a food no. for everybody, for the every man. Yes. Right. Because, um, I mean, I, I remember my dad, I think, was telling us. Well, well I don't know if he told you guys a story because, you know, him and I have like this. Whatever. Oh, <laughs> we know it all. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Our daggers come out right. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Um, she's trying to start a fight with. Okay, yeah, girls. Know. Come on. I'm just joking. No. But he was telling us a story once about, you know, pretty much it was that and beans. Yeah. It's like people make fun, but really it's because it was you had easier access to get mm-hmm. these things, mm-hmm. you know, especially when you and lived you out it yourself, in like remote so, yeah. places. Yeah, in Mexico. And so that's another word, Mexico, yeah, yeah. you know, that. I'll say right, but okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, and so nopales were one of those. You know, yeah. there was cactus everywhere. You cut mm-hmm. them up. You can put them in a tortilla. Put them with your beans, or like Sally said, you know, and you could eat it all week long. Yeah. Um, uh, but now, you know, I, I think I I saw um, it was like online. It was a menu for like this upscale vegan restaurant, and it was like a twenty some dollar dish. Wow. With wow. And I was like, wait, are those nopales? Money on nopales. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Get myself some nopales from my sister's backyard. Yeah, no, <laughs> for real. Yeah. A lot of them. <laughs> and like, I remember back in the day, I think um, I I wouldn't have taken nopales to like elementary school or anything because yeah. I didn't want people to ask questions or like, make me feel that? weird. Yeah. It reminds me of the scene from um, Fresh Off the Boat. Have you seen that episode? Oh, no, I haven't. Okay, because they're, oh, wait, in they're early Asian. Season? Yeah, earlier okay. season. They're, and when they start school, they come, they go to Florida, right? When they first uh-huh. move to Florida, they go and, like, they have all of their, like, Asian cuisine. So mom will pack them their little Asian meal. Yeah. And he gets there, and the kids are like, what is that? <laughs> and he's like, oh, he tells them what it is. Uh-huh. And they're like, oh. And they look at him funny because it smells a little different. Obviously, uh-huh. all of our cuisines are different, yeah. right? And so they, and he was so ashamed. He's like, he, he, I think he gets into an argument with his mom. He's like, why can't you just give me a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? <laughs> or like a Lunchable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or a Lunchable. And yeah. he goes and buys the Lunchables, I think, like behind her back. Because yeah. he's like, I have to have something yeah. that looks like all my other friends. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's like in 
what was it elementary school uh-huh. i had to have like a paper the brown oh, paper yeah. bag like i had to have it because every every other <laughs> yeah. kid did. i'm like yeah i can't have something else like yeah. what the heck and the, the thing was mom couldn't really buy the paper bags because they were money yeah. yeah so i know if ever i know the one time i packed my brother and i lunch oh, yeah, <laughs> that was a mistake because okay so we didn't we um you know we had free lunch uh-huh. we had access to free lunch and so um uh Mom and dad wouldn't pack us lunches, you know, because mm-hmm. also it's another expense yeah. having to buy mm-hmm. all that bread, all that ham and cheese for all these kids. Mm-hmm. And um, so we got free lunch. But I was kind of like you days. Yeah. I was a little bit embarrassed. Cause I was like, all these kids, I would have to go in a separate line to yeah. get free lunch. And I all the that. more, you know, kids that are a little bit more well off <laughs> yeah. get to go straight to the benches with their little brown lunch. Yes. I remember yes. the brown paper yeah. bag. That was huge for me. Yes, too. Was it like, was dang. huge. And um, <laughs> I only maybe a, a handful of times got to actually go to lunch yeah. and I would recycle that dang paper bag. Like, I'll <laughs> use it for the next day. It's all crumpled. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's what I'm saying. So they would go or like with their like actual legit, you know, like lunch pails yeah. and stuff. And so I told my brother, I was like, that's it. I'm done with this. I'm done with being poor. <laughs> I told them, I was like, we are going to pack our lunches. And uh, so I go into the fridge and all we had were tortillas. Oh oh. Tortillas and I think some cheese. Oh. Right. And so I was like, that's it. I'm making us quesadillas. <laughs> so I wore up the quesadillas. But come on. Oh, Night old quesadillas the next day are not going to be good. No. They're like rock hard. So I pack them his. I found, the reason why this all came to my mind was because I found one paper used bag. little brown paper bag <laughs> up in the cabinets, uh-huh. right? It was crumpled already, but I could smooth it out and uh-huh. make it work. Yeah. And so I put... Um, my lunch in there because I mean I was like fifth grade or something by yeah. then or fourth I needed the brown paper bag <laughs> but I didn't have another one for Rob uh-huh. and so one of my friends um, we had traded some stuff and I had inherited I guess her Barney like suitcase but it was like a paper box suitcase okay uh-huh. and so I packed Robert's stuff in there <laughs> sweet Robert he was always very easily convinced. And uh-huh. so I was like, this is going to look so cool. You're going to look really cool. He's like, but how come you get the bag? You're going to look cooler than me. <laughs> Don't you understand? I am sacrificing for you. <laughs> you know? And wow. so my poor brother takes oh, this <laughs> raggedy thing to school. And I take mine. but And I'm not. The lunch was disgusting. Like it was cold. The tortilla was hard. Uh-huh. It was bad. And all we had were the quesadillas because we didn't have any snacks or anything. Mm-hmm. And so poor Rob, I guess, was starving that lunch. I don't know if he told his teacher or somebody. (laughs) Needless to say, word got back to mom. When I got home, she was mad. She was like, who done told you to pack my baby boy a lunch? She's like, you get free lunch. And he didn't eat food because he ate your tortilla. (laughs) And he was starving. Don't you ever do that again. And I was like, I'm sorry, mom. It's just you don't understand the pressures that are on me, you know? But I understand the whole brown paper bag thing. Yeah, me too. But I was going to say, it it reminded me of the scene also in my big fat. uh, Oh, yeah. yeah. She does do it too. Yeah, she does it too. She's like. Um, she has her little moussaka, right? Yeah. And her They're all moussakas? Yeah. <laughs> so mean. And she's like, aw. And she just wishes she had her Wonder Bread oh, yeah. sandwich. Yes. So we, we all feel it. Yes, when you we come do. from a different, you know, um, culture that you have different foods. Yeah. And then, I mean, now moussaka is like super popular. Is Mediterranean it? food, yeah. you know, Greek food. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. So 
that's one of those things, right? Nopales are one of those. Um, I know we mentioned even prickly pears. Yes. Here's the kicker for me. Because uh-huh. we all know I love Starbucks. Here's the thing. Yeah. I don't necessarily love their coffees, uh-huh. but their fraps and their teas. I go for their teas big time. Yeah. Okay. And so, you know how they'll have like the, um, what is it? The seasonal drinks. Uh-huh. And then one day I see that they have a prickly pear drink. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Those are tunas <laughs> yeah. in Spanish, right? <laughs> Remember growing up how dad would like, yeah. and mom would oh, tell us yeah. about, oh, and we... They, they'd peel them for us because they freeze still have up. a little, yeah, yeah. freeze oh, them up. And yes. they're so good because they're perfectly sweet. Well, we introduced our daughter to them too, uh-huh. and she loves them, loves them, loves them. But when I saw that Starbucks had this prickly pear drink, I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. That's nopal. Yeah. <laughs> and I remember I got it, and it was so good. It's like this, it's this, um, I, I don't remember what the base sour? of it is. No, it's actually okay. sweet. Okay. It almost looks like it could be uh, like a raspberry drink. Oh. But, um. There's a white top to it. I can't remember what exactly it has in it, but it is prickly pear. Yeah. It might be, it's like a water-based, and it's a, it almost looks, it's the consistency of like a Frappuccino, but it's oh, a so sweeter it's not drink. Like a no, it's a water drink. It's it's a sweeter drink, but it's like a slushy. That's what it is, a oh, slushy. Okay. And it's so good. It's really wow. refreshing. But I thought, look at this. Uh-huh. Almost white dollars yeah. <laughs> for yeah. prickly pears. And get those messes outside. <laughs> and they're like free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> crazy so i was like wow trendiness because who would have thought me as a little elementary kid that prickly pears would have been cool one day yeah i know eating them it was just like what what is that you know i loved them though yeah and i still do well i know we were talking earlier we mentioned huaraches which are you know the like mexican style sandals Mm -hmm. um uh you probably have seen them on um you know a lot of different people Mm -hmm. but when was it that they came like real popular because I'm, I'm asking the girls only because yeah, yeah. I remember they started wearing them. Yeah, and I, I was like, Naomi well, 2015, had a pair. Maybe 2015. Yeah, maybe. Because yeah. you had a pair, remember? Mm-hmm. Got them from Payless. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they weren't, they didn't look like the, they looked like the traditional Wadache, mm-hmm. but they were a little bit slender, more mm-hmm. feminine. Be, yeah, that's you know, true. Um, almost like a ballerina flat, mm-hmm. but very reminiscent of the Wadache. And I, I remember asking him, I was like, whoa, 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 what, what are you wearing? I was like, are those what? She's like, yeah. I'm like, those are so cute. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, girl. And she's all, you know, she went Yeah, yeah <laughs> just <kidding. laughs> You know, pay less, hey. Yeah. Um, but I was like, how weird is that? Because whenever I would go like to Olvera Street or anywhere else, like you see them being sold and it's like, oh, they're so cute. But, you know, I don't want to be the one person with what yeah. And then they're like, totally. Or, or I used to see them like, oh, my dad. Dad yeah. would wear them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I expected them, you know, oh, they're kind of like manly-ish. Mm-hmm. But now they're like everywhere. They are. Like, Wadaches are yeah. like the thing. Yeah. I even bought another pair. I bought them at Ross. Oh, yeah. yeah I just bought one. I haven't worn them for you guys yet, but <laughs> you will be seeing them make a, you know, entrance. Sometime <laughs> well, it has soon. been a little cold too recently. Oh, so. yeah. Here it yeah. has been. Yeah. Exactly. But that's like real new too. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, Where it's a trendy thing, yes, you're yes. right, and that that's a thing. You're right, because usually like a tourist would buy them if they were a tourist, yeah, if they were in um like you know Mexico or wherever, uh-huh. but not necessarily within the states, yeah, you know. So that you're right. When when I saw Naomi wearing them too, I was like, the fact that a, a like a chain store was selling them, I was like, that's crazy, and not like <laughs> you know some you know artisan shop but yeah. an actual chain store i was like what yeah exactly that's crazy so that's um another thing we kind of wanted to discuss right it's like mm, it's gonna get real people it's gonna get real um but what to do about the whole the concept of cultural appropriation mm-hmm. right um you hear that a lot nowadays that uh 
whether it's, oh, an actor is appropriating the certain culture or whatever it may be. I know um, I used to have conversations with this with like with my students and and it gets really tough because there's, there's like a fine line. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is kind of what we want to discuss is where is it, you know, you're appreciating a culture mm-hmm. and where is it um, where you're taking all the good from that culture Mm -hmm. but not giving it the credit that it's due because we see that a lot too and um you know right now we're still black history month Mm -hmm. right i've been watching some amazing documentaries on black history Mm -hmm. month but so okay so we're some people have felt that celebrities have appropriated black culture Mm. um to benefit from it but have not ever given it credit Mm -hmm. or just use it to, you know, become rich and then afterwards completely distance themselves from it. And they're like, actually, okay, now that I gained all that I could from this, I'm out. Mm -hmm. You know, Miley Cyrus was one of those Mm -hmm. that a lot of people felt like she had early on when she came, you know, during her rebirth of after Hannah Montana and everything when she did, what was that album? The Bangers Bangers one, yeah. Yeah. Where they felt she's appropriating black culture Mm -hmm. And then now, all of a sudden, she's like completely washed herself away from it. And now it's like real, you know, just, um, I don't know, back to like vanilla. Mm-hmm. She still got a little bit, a little bit of spice. Though. Yeah, she got a little bit of spice. But they mm-hmm. just felt like, you know, people just felt like, oh, she took what she wanted. And it was just Girls to kind of get. Teeth too. Yeah, oh, yeah, right. She had like the gold in her mm-hmm. teeth, right. Just to gain notoriety with this. Mm-hmm. And then once she got what she needed out of the culture, it was like, OK, I'm I don't need you anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm done. And so there's that um, side of it. So where is it where it's appreciation and then where's the line where it's appropriation? Mm. That's a hard one. Mm -hmm. That was good. (laughs) (laughs) It was. You know, like when do you, for me, honestly, it's whenever I feel uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like I know I've had instances where when I get upset and I don't really get, I'm not like, you know, this you know, Mexican American woman with a chip on my shoulder. Right, right. Like, what you doing with that? Yeah. What, those white arches on your feet, girl. Yeah. You, know? how you dare ain't Mexican. You? Yeah. <laughs> how dare you, ma'am? You know, I'm I'm not like that. Like, I I have gone to different countries mm-hmm. in my lifetime. Um, that I appreciate a lot of different cultures. Like, I really, really appreciate Middle Eastern mm-hmm. cultures, mm-hmm. Um, Indian cultures. And I'll have like little things for my trips, you know, even for when I went to um, Africa, like I'll have little things in my house mm-hmm. about these trips that um, that I just hold so dear because right. they remind me of that place. They remind me of the beautiful people that I mm-hmm. met, that I loved, that loved me back. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not I'm very careful as to not do something that might make them feel uncomfortable. Right. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I get that. So like, for instance, when I've ever felt uncomfortable has been when I see people almost using it as like a novelty. Like mm-hmm. I can only speak for Mexican culture because mm-hmm. it's my culture mm-hmm. when they're using it as a novelty, almost as a joke Yeah. Um, for like a party, you know, like when people buy the, they buy the sombreros for Cinco de Mayo, mm-hmm. like Cinco de Mayo. I'm so glad that we have kind of taken it back yeah. a little bit um, in the United States, at least. Mm-hmm. Cause like my dad always, has always told us it's not that big in Mexico, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, more in the touristy parts. Yeah. Um, yeah, he would always tell us, I would be like, okay, dad, we got it. <laughs> you know, us Americans yeah. ruin everything. I'm just kidding. But, um, but, uh, you know, when people buy the sombreros and they have like the, um, serape, you know, mm-hmm. on and the, you know, or they have like the whole stereotypical, like sleepy Mexican poster in the yeah. background at their party. Like it just, it really does upset me. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know if it's just. 
No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. if you guys feel that way, or if you've ever experienced something like that, you know, I have a couple times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and I can, I can definitely say that I have also in my life had those kinds of experiences, and uh, it's. I get what you're saying because the thing is, it's a tough one because. I think if you do it in a way that's respectful, but it's part of community, like you're in that community and you're living amongst those people and they're accepting of that Uh from you, then okay. When you're not part of that community and then you are, you know, using attire or things that are specific to a certain community Mm -hmm. that aren't necessarily part of your ethnicity or your culture, that's when I cringe yeah because i'm like uh you know if there's if you've never really been involved in that type of a community you don't know about the culture but you think it's cool while i appreciate that you think it's cool mm-hmm. i feel some type of way about the fact that you still haven't lived in that type of an mm-hmm. environment yeah and so that's what always makes me sad it, especially when it has mm-hmm. to do with my culture mm-hmm. because i think I love my culture and I think we come from a very colorful people with a big, big story. And not, that's not to say that anybody from any other ethnicity or culture doesn't have the same because they do. Mm -hmm. I I can, like you said, I can only speak for the fact that I'm Mexican American. And so in, in the sense that I'm Mexican, I'm very, I hold that very near and dear to my heart because that is who I am. And the same way that I wouldn't do that to somebody else because mm-hmm. I don't want to disrespect and come like I if I have ever gone anywhere, I do my best to learn, like, what are they OK with? What aren't they OK with? Yeah. I don't want to, you know, upset anyone in any type of way because I want to respect their culture. Yeah. And I would hope that others would do the same, you know, especially if, if you know me, even mm-hmm. if we're not friends, we're maybe just acquaintances. I just that's kind of how I feel yeah. about it. You know, so I think I think that's the thing is um we say this all the time on this podcast, mm-hmm. right? Is thinking of others better than ourselves. Yes. Like Christ has called us to. And I know whenever I would have this conversation with people that maybe that were not um, Mexican-American, um, uh, they would struggle with it only because it just felt like, well, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? And it was always from that point of view. Yeah. And it's like, but understand, you know, how I feel when yeah. you're wearing these things as a joke. Yeah. It, no it, one wants to be made fun of. No. And especially when it's so important to you. Yes. And that is your people. Yeah. yeah. Like that's how you grew up. It reminds me of my grandparents, you uh-huh. know, of people that I loved, mm-hmm. you know, that are no longer here. Yeah. So to see something taken so lightly is like, it's a joke. It is offensive. Yeah. And I'm telling you, like I've, I've had, I've had experiences in my life um, where, um, my Mexican culture has been taken like a joke in mm-hmm. front of me. Oh. And then people like, you know, Dang. just like, hey, don't you feel at home here? Or don't you this, you know, as they're having this like Mexican supposedly Themed party, party or whatever, oh, you know, and gosh. it just it, it sucks because you're in the middle of it. And so I have this dilemma is of I don't want to make you feel bad, uh-huh. but you do not understand how you're making me feel right yeah. now. Like you're making me feel this big because it just <sighs> feels as though this is a joke to you. You know, and like you said, these all these things represent beautiful things mm-hmm. about my culture, you know, Which that we're proud of that yeah. we're proud of. And it's not that's and the thing, too, is that's not all that represents. Us. Yes. There are other I'm things. not to, just a sombrero. So to say, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was, like, to <laughs> say that I'm, you know, oh, you're don't you feel right at home because you're wearing a sombrero yeah. for me. You're, yeah. I'm not wearing mm-hmm. it. You wearing yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's not all that I mm-hmm. am. Oh, oh, that's so, I, so I myself. 
I don't think I've ever gone about it in a negative way, mm-hmm. but I have had times where I've had to call it out. Yeah, I have. Um, Good uh, for you, though, maybe that <laughs> takes courage. And it sucks because like I afterwards, like I, I second guess myself. I'm like, I shouldn't have done that. Mm-hmm. But I always I always do it out of love. Yes. Like I do like I, guess I think the right way to yeah. do it. Yeah. Once I had written this, it was a pretty passionate statement, mm-hmm. but I wrote it and I stand behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, pretty much telling um, this, you know, person that um, I looked up to them. Mm-hmm. I loved what they were doing, you know, um, but I had seen that they had had a party and they were wearing like, you know, these stereotypical Mexican mm-hmm. things. And it made me feel it, it bumped me out because mm-hmm. I just felt like, you know, I felt like this person that travels and meets other beautiful people and um, who kind of... Uh, you know, has started a whole organization behind this, behind yeah. helping other cultures, yeah. was making, was taking light of my culture. And it's like, just why does mine always have to be a joke? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when you go somewhere else, theirs is taken seriously. Like, mm-hmm. just like you take theirs seriously, mine should be taken seriously yeah. as well. I get that us Mexicans here in the United States have this um, weird relationship um, here, you know, uh-huh. um, because we're so close, we're such close neighbors. But I mean... It's still a very real people and right, culture that right. you're, Definitely. you know, you're just kind of taking on and, hey, we're having this Mexican theme party. Come on down. And so what did you see in that Mexican theme party? Like, was it just the sombreros or did you see something else? Like, where was I had seen like just various just were pictures those people dressed and like, yeah, a mustache and a poncho. Yes, or that, something that was or... it. It had the Mexican mustache, see, that's, the yeah. poncho, the sombrero. And I, I, I looked up to these because that's no different than dressing up as a different culture and yeah. then saying oh i'm this yeah, yeah. and and yeah like how okay. is that a theme you know how exactly how is mexican party a yeah. theme mm-hmm. like that should not be a theme anymore yeah. <laughs> like, let's do it we're gonna dress up like mexicans yeah let's go. <laughs> i know yeah it's like yeah not okay you know what i mean you wouldn't like, have an you know asian theme party and yeah. say i'm gonna dress up as an asian like oh, you just so you know like people have done that oh no (laughs) it's not okay yeah but i and that's my thing is i just so i have had moments where i've had to just i just couldn't hold it could have also been i was postpartum and so like i was super (laughs) emotional and it was like late at night i had just um you know nursed my daughter and then i'm sitting here in the dark i'm like what is this Uh, yeah no but i think uh that's a lot. That's yeah. doing a lot. I get, you know, maybe you're doing a Mexican themed party if that's what you feel like, uh-huh. you know, and you have, uh, you know, I don't know, just the tablecloth or serapes, uh-huh. you know, but to do like, I'm going to full on be in a mustache yeah. and a sombrero and, you know, the traditional attire that you think is traditional. Oh, no. I know. It's no. really hard to swallow. It's really hard to Very swallow hard. when you grew up with it. Yes. Yeah. I, I, I keep on thinking and it's resounding in my mind what you said, Sally. Like, these are my parents. Yes. These are my my grandmother. Yes, you know, that's would how wear I like a rebozo. Yes. You know, and if you don't know, a rebozo is like a, a it's a very long scarf mm-hmm. that women would wear. Um, you know, and I would see our our, our great grandmother wearing mm-hmm. those, and it's like, and they were beautiful. Yeah, and it just sucks when it's almost just taken as you know novelty gag yeah. or whatever. And you actually now trending a lot of that stuff is trending now too. Mm-hmm. Even you know as far as like the, like the baby bajorns that you used to the carriers, but now oh, yeah. it's different. Mm-hmm. Now it's like the sling ones and and they look adorable. Exactly yeah. that you mm-hmm. know. Wow. So it's yeah. yeah. It's I think one of the other things when talking about like what to do with cultural appropriation is um, is that you know we've gone to a lot of like various 
little independent Mm -hmm. um, what marketplaces, Mm -hmm. I guess you would call Mm -hmm. them. And then you see people. And me, because I'm always sticking my nose. Mm-hmm. I promise, guys, I don't walk around with a chip on my shoulder, okay? <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. But I guess it was because I, I'm telling you guys, before I taught Spanish, mm-hmm. I loved my culture. I loved my language. But I didn't realize how truly beautiful it was yeah. and appreciate it. Yeah. And it wasn't until I had to show you know, people, why this was, you know, worthy of learning and why it's so great and why, oh, wow. man, good, you know, really, guys, Latin American culture is beautiful, uh-huh. you know, because it wasn't just Mexican culture that I was yeah. teaching. Mm-hmm. It was all Latin American Spanish culture. Mm-hmm. And so uh, having to do that and and relearning it myself and learning new things, man, I just fell head over heels mm-hmm. for the diversity within our Spanish-speaking countries, the beauty of yeah. it, the beauty of the people. And um, so we, you know, we love to do, go to little marketplaces and stuff. We mm-hmm. love supporting small businesses. Yes. Woo, <laughs> go small business. Um, and so we've, we've gone to a couple of these. And then you see, right, things that are artisan made by people from uh, either a Latin American or another country. Mm-hmm. And my question is always, okay, Wonderful. So are you helping the artisans? Are they are you helping them get um, a cut? That's why you're selling their stuff, because I will support those businesses all day, every day. Right. And I have. Right. It sucks when you hear people like, no, I just bought these from this place. All the money goes to me. And it's like, but what are you doing for the artisans? Yeah. You're getting rich because they're selling this stuff like, OK, so I saw like Mexican blankets. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that's very chic uh-huh. bohemian so trendy, so trendy. Yeah. yeah it's very in um and then so i i asked you know because i was like oh my gosh who's making these i want to know more about these artisans uh-huh. and i asked um this particular person for this business and they were just like oh no we just we go and we buy them um we're not helping really artisans right now and it's like Oh. And so I, I asked point blank. I remember I told you guys because I was so shocked. Yeah. I was like, so you're the only one making all the profit off of this? And they're just like, they're like, oh, well, you know, it's just uh, eventually we're, we're trying to think of ways that maybe we can. But OK, fine. Maybe maybe they're being honest. Uh-huh. But I was looking <laughs> on their website. They still have not. Oh, wow. Like at all. And so it's just like, so you're taking these beautiful things from these artisans, selling them here in the U.S. for like a hundred dollars. Oh, no. When I when could you just probably bought go, them for yeah, across the board and yeah. buy them maybe twenty Super bucks. Cheap. You know, I mean, I've gone to a restaurant and I can buy one of these for like twenty five, yeah. thirty dollars, yeah. and you're yeah. selling it to me for a hundred, two hundred dollars sometimes, and none of the money's going back to the artisans. Yeah. Are you? I sound like Evelyn. I just always sound like <laughs> passionate, like how Evelyn gets. You know. <laughs> I'm like, what is going on here? Uh, that makes me upset. Yeah. These beautiful people yeah. need this money. Mm-hmm. Um, it would help their communities. And you're pretty much robbing them. Yeah. Definitely. You're taking their goods. And they made, yeah, they made some money off of it. But you're making way more. Like, yeah. your margins are ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, 80% plus margins yeah. off of this product. Yeah. How is that okay? <sighs> Chip. Chip on my shoulder. <laughs> That's it. Now I got a chip on my shoulder. No, I'm just kidding. You know? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
Sorry, guys, I laid down the heavy. No. Yeah. <laughs> it needs to be said. And I think that's why when I do go to places like Tijuana or, you know, anywhere that I've been to. Where Tijuana. They, where they are selling. <laughs> Tijuana. No, I'm just kidding. Where they are selling, you know, like these artisans are selling their stuff. Yeah. I will purchase those things mm-hmm. because I know that they've made them. Yeah. And it, that mess is not easy. No. Like, have you sat? I sit there sometimes and just watch them, like, when they do the beading. Or the bracelets. Oh, yes. my gosh. And I'm just like. That is so intricate, mm-hmm. and there is so much detail to that. And it's beautiful. They make beautiful artwork off of, like, things like that would be, seemingly they'd be, like, scraps, but uh-huh. they're, just their artwork is so beautiful. Yeah. And so I've always, always, always tried to, like, okay, you know, I'll support and give an extra little something whenever yeah. I can. But I totally can understand why when you've seen that, you know, mm-hmm. and I haven't traveled as much as you. you know? well, so no. I'm like, <laughs> I'm not worldly. No. I haven't traveled everywhere. Okay, guys. You know, but like I can definitely see that because I know when I've been there and I've and I've been in that type of a situation, I'm like my heart goes out to them. Yeah. Because that's their living. That's their livelihood. Uh-huh. Uh, but there are tons of wonderful organizations that are going out, mm-hmm. um, working alongside the artisans and um, – then, you know, yes, selling their things here mm-hmm. for market value, what mm-hmm. they would, you know, let's say you could buy it for, you could buy a bracelet in, I don't know, Uganda or Rwanda or wherever mm-hmm. for a lot cheaper. They sell it for more here because those profits go back to the organization. Yeah, and I have seen those and the, those are amazing. The artisans, yeah. which is amazing. Yeah, I just the other day be. was watching a show where there was an entrepreneur who, um, had like a fashion line of dresses mm-hmm. and I want to say <gasps> yeah. right and these were like in Africa right uh-huh. and she had the women there were the ones that were actually make they were the seamstresses they were making the dresses they were designing them patterns were gorgeous yeah. beautiful and so what she does is she sells them here in the United States uh-huh. online but those profits like she keeps a small profit because she runs the website and yeah. all that here but she gives them a cut and so that I love to see mm-hmm. because then those women who are out in Africa making those dresses are able to provide for their children and their families. Yeah. And I'm like, see, that's how you do it. Yeah. Something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, nothing wrong with appreciating mm-hmm. a culture. That's right. That's always and wonderful. And liking a culture. Yeah, I and love being it when people are like, oh, I love this about Mexican yeah. culture. Or like, you know, after Coco had come out, all the colors. Oh, yeah. and yes. It's so vibrant. Yes. It's like, yes, you know, that, that is my culture. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, I love that. Or, um, you know, seeing, I have friends that will have like little things from like places that they've gone to mm-hmm. and they tell me about it and they just like, they're beaming, you know, or whatever. Yeah. That's very different from, right. I think, um, either making light of the culture mm-hmm. in a very, you know, in a, in a way that is almost mocking it mm-hmm. or like, like how we were talking about early on. And I'm not saying Miley Cyrus, you know, was or wasn't, but um, or when you're just using the culture to benefit from it for your mm-hmm. own gain mm-hmm. and never really giving, um, you know, the actual people that whose culture this is the credit that is due. Yeah. You know, like this is where you get all these beautiful things or right. I don't know, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. So cultural appropriation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't thought it would have been <laughs> such a deep conversation. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And I really think it's one of those things that, you know how people are always like, Oh, it's such a PC world. You know, like, yeah, there are some times where you feel like, oh, really? Like, that's just going way too Mm -hmm. far. Um, But I think with this, I think the nice thing about nowadays is that we're learning to appreciate other people's cultures and we're learning how to be sensitive to that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I don't see any problem with that kind of discussion. Yeah. Because I'm like, we can't be going on to the days where blackface was okay. Yeah, no. You know, where um, 
having a white actor play an Asian actor is okay. Mm -mm. You know, like things have to change. We have to be able to appreciate and know how to act in the correct manner. Right. You know, like God, you know, you know, spread us all around the earth. Mm -hmm. We all come from different backgrounds and it's a beautiful thing. And so why not respect those people from those places and their cultures in the right way. Right. You know? Right. And I agree with you. There's nothing wrong with being interested in a different culture and wanting to learn. Yeah. I think that's beautiful. And and that's something that I respect. Like if you are so interested in another culture and you want to learn and you mm-hmm. immerse yourself in learning that, awesome. Yeah. But you're right. It's different when that hasn't been the intention and then it's just, oh, I think this is what the culture is about. So let me mm-hmm. just slap on this attire because this is who they are. Yeah. No, it doesn't yeah. work that way. Yeah. So sometimes we got to be careful with even trends. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I know like, one of the big things is like in Coachella will be appropriation of like Native American yes. culture. Yes. Yeah. All mm-hmm. the time. And you're just like, you're no. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, no, no. Yeah, I know, you know, so <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You have to be sensitive and yes. understanding because yes. that probably means something really important to somebody mm-hmm. and yeah. you don't know it and you wearing it on your head mm-hmm. or you wearing some type of representation of it. Yeah. And yeah. You know, I think that's where most cultures have a hard time and where it's like hard to swallow. It's mm-hmm. because it's like you don't even know what you're wearing, what you're <laughs> yeah. thinking you're representing. Yeah. Like you don't know the the heaviness to that or the mm-hmm. importance of significance. Exactly. Yeah. So true. Well, um, that's our episode for today. Woo! Episode 24. <laughs> we want to give a, a wonderful, warm thank you to Yay! our sweet sisters, Yay! Daisy and Naomi. It was about time. <laughs> <laughs> no pleasure. It's about to have you guys on about something else too. <laughs> and I must say, they came on like pros though. I like know. they were not. They were, all they were not awkward. <laughs> yeah, so that was. I know you guys are such sweethearts. Thanks for being here with us. Um, as always, you can find us on Facebook, A Little Mass Podcast, Instagram, and Twitter, A Little Mass underscore. Uh, or our website, alittlemasspodcast.com, where you can catch all of our episodes. Um, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher. Um, but I know SoundCloud, for instance, only we can only have so many. Um, so check out our website. We're always working on new things all yeah. the time. Um, and we're really excited because we're working on new content for our lifestyle page. And I think you guys are going to like it. I don't know. I don't want to jump the gun. But. <laughs> All right. So our little, our little niece is dancing us on out here um, for yeah. the... Yeah. Why don't you come on over here, baby Anna? Give us a little jig. No? <laughs> okay. I'll do it. Yeah. Um, but we're going to say goodbye. So I don't know if you guys you guys do. You guys listen to the podcast, of course. We'll all say goodbye together. So or at this right different now. times. Okay. So for now, this is Mabel. Daisy. Celeste. Naomi. And you've been listening to... A Little Mas. Adios.